Gab and Girl Time contains explicit sexually mature themes and is intended for a mature audience. The opinions expressed here do not necessarily reflect the views of any platforms, sponsors, or social media. March 1st, 2023, and welcome to Gab and Girl Time, which there are only 10 days left for you to get Gail a present. And I have not even started yet. Listening to this podcast is definitely (gasps) a gift. Yeah. And I believe in celebrating people all through the year and not just on whatever day. That's right. My birthday is my new year. We give each other gifts all the time. Yes. So, our friends are being persecuted. <laughs> We're going to be criminalized yet hey, again. Hey, Jen, why the angry intro? Because by the I'm way, fucking pissed off. By the way, they uh, already shot down the other cannabis bill, decriminalizing I know. it. It's just so... What I say? Still criminals. What's mm. happening? I don't know. It's... I don't know. I... Honestly, I think that, let's be honest, I don't want to bash men, but oh my gosh, who's in charge right now? I think it's honestly, they know that they are losing power and they are trying to do everything they can to retain what they, what they have. Yeah. And I'm telling you, the Gen X women that are going into menopause right now, we're not fucking taking it. Yeah. Look. That's not the bill of goods we sold up for. You know, our parents, our grandparents, our moms. My mom said you could be anything you want to be. Did not sacrifice for us to revert to this crap again. And for Tennessee to be so damn stupid to not legalize cannabis and bring that revenue into this state that is needed because you got kids Sleeping on the fucking floor you know, at DCS. Right here, last weekend, we had three kids overdose. Three people overdose on, yeah, like, uh, some type of fentanyl pill where they're sticking it in pills now. You know, oh my God, if you can sell kids, not kids, I'm saying young adults who are going to party a little who, bit. If they can have to a 25. legal gummy or whatever, I mean, this a lot of this crap. I'm not saying stop. it doesn't have to be regulated because it definitely needs to be regulated. You need to know where you're getting your stuff from. I agree, but decriminalizing it at the very least, especially you know, they're not saying decriminalize pounds and pounds. Yeah. What What is it? What was you know, it? Was like it an a, ounce? Like having an, an ounce. ounce or less? Under, yeah. You know. In your possession is like a you get a ticket. Heck, think of the revenue and tickets. Mm-hmm. You know, 
much better than going to jail. We ain't thinking about that. Let me tell you a little story. So, you know those little uh, hope boxes or mission boxes that churches have around there where you you can take food or mm-hmm. you can you can donate food? There's one in Powell, Powell Presbyterian. Yeah. Uh, leave what you can, take what you need. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I had some stuff. I cleaned out the cabinets, went down there, put it in there. I saw this elderly elderly couple get out of their car neither one of them could look like they had a pot to piss in nor a window to throw it out of okay i had like little things of insure you know stuff like that Mm -hmm. and uh they come up they go they said oh you're putting stuff in there and i said yeah yes ma'am i am i said could you use this and and just the look on their faces and she started crying when I gave it to her, she's like, you know, we come up to this box every day and sometimes there's stuff in there and sometimes there isn't. And we're on a fixed income and we're, and it's just, it was so sad to me. So, you know what I did? I went, I went to the pride center mm-hmm. and I asked John, do you have things that maybe people are not taking here so that I can, you mm-hmm. fill that box up? And he's like, oh my gosh, I, we've got so much stuff right now. And I, so I took the things that normally maybe the younger kids over there in South Knoxville wouldn't get, but the older people right. would fix. Like I took the beans mm-hmm. and I, um, the, the, the dry beans. Yes. You know, all they're that. Gonna know how to yeah. Cook. They're going to know how to cook them and it's going to sustain them yes. <laughs> for a while. I took the canned goods, you know, the butter beans that yes. nobody's going to eat. the kids are going to eat. Yeah. And we, Charlotte and I went and we filled that box up. And why the state of Tennessee cannot take care of its people. Yes. We are a tourist state. Are we not? Listen, during the pandemic. We're not an agricultural state Dolly Parton paying out a million dollars for the vaccine. Now people are going to, I'm not speaking ill of Dolly at all, but her doing that ensured that severe county could stay open Mm -hmm. and the people in the appalachia mountains would still be fed but in tourism when they opened up and because tennessee was like no we're not closing down we're not even talking about nashville and memphis all right i'm just talking about pigeon forge tennessee yeah where dollywood is located because of that alone and the fact that, you know, it's Dolly. The tax revenue in, by the way, all businesses that are in Pigeon Forge get taxed an extra tax for the city. You get, you know, in a no income tax state. So they're making money, even the small business, mm-hmm. pay an extra percentage to the town, the state, the city, the county. I mean, you're paying your taxes. $4 billion in tax revenue in 2020 for Severe County. Just for Severe County? I mean, that's from Pigeon Forge, Texas. Yeah. From tourists. So imagine what Nashville's to making. tourism. 
Imagine what Memphis is making. Well, I mean, that you know, was during. It. Hold on, that's not now. I know that's during free. COVID. Where that it's, was during COVID. Yeah. So, what kind of income is happening? I mean, tax revenue. So, who knows what the state made off of that? That's the that's the percentage that that area made. So, you know, and you get you get these. Um, well, you know, vote them out, vote them out, vote them out. Trying, yeah. Trying. I mean, I mean, it's very difficult when um, it's. But one people, side kind of holds too much of the majority right now. Yeah, it's very gerrymandered, and they're fear. You know, they're working the same way that all oh, politicians yeah, that they always do. do. Yeah, it's all fear-based everything. You know, it's like, oh, there won't be Social Security. They're going to take Social Security. I've well, always thought, though, if you knew that the Lord Jesus Christ was coming back one day, why do you fear? Yeah, that's how I feel. That's 100% why do you fear? how I feel. Why are you <laughs> concerned? Because throughout the whole entire Bible... It has said, like, well, through all of Revelations and all that, that you'll have a hedge of protection from God against all of this. I mean, that you'll be fine. I keep saying it. Still going to beat that (laughs) drum. Be the best you you can be around your community and the people that you're with. Uplift people. Help people. Do the kind of things that you're doing. In these lawmakers' souls, just yes, has, it, sold has them. it just taken over? It's just greed. It's just pure greed. They see numbers. They see how much money, lifestyle change, whatever, the power of law, power of interpreting it. It's, it's always been a power grab. Tennessee is like From, a really, really shitty state right now. Do you see the woman that, uh, that, at Fort Sanders Hospital. Yeah. Get, yeah. All right. The backstory on that is they didn't know who she was because she just got off. She just got into town and was having these problems. Yes. And was going to the hospital. Yes. That's why she had a suitcase with her. She wasn't homeless. Right. She was just a transient person. Yeah. From another state. Yeah. A visitor a to visitor? our great state of Tennessee. <laughs> exactly. And we treat her. Like she is trash. Did you read the transcripts of how the officers were talking oh, about yeah, her? Yeah, I've, I've watched the video a couple of times. This and is it's the problem. The problem, one of the problems, I mean, there's many, many problems. But the shift that no one seems to see because they all have a friend or they know somebody that's in law enforcement that they're close to. So with the thin blue line where they've always... Uh, us versus them mentality with the cops always been this way second thing is that uh they talk about people like garbage just like i remember i remember a time when they were respectful cops were respectful you were that's what i'm saying we remember the good cop that we knew the good the cop good cop the that would come around to the high school, and you all knew him. Um, uh, 
I cannot remember R's name. Or just but I want to name. Uh, yeah, I want to say his name was Cletus. For but yeah. over the last thirty years, the indoctrination on both of us versus them. Yes, and the power has, has yes. And then what has happened instead of cops used to be people who went into these professions did it altruistically or maybe they were a thrill seeker or whatever but you had people who really and truly wanted to protect innocent people from bad people it was like the batman of the day you really had somebody who for real believed in helping people but you also had the freaking hall monitor bully Mm -hmm. that always got in there the problem is when the good people started letting the bullies get away with all the crap you know they let them who's good anymore though well you always that's been how long has that been a trope okay for country people um back in the day all right right now boss hog remember boss hog is the mayor (laughs) with the cop in his pocket getting rid of people doing whatever all right you know i just say that because People up here, I mean, the reason no one up in the mountains trusts anybody is because of revenuers and cops and how the town mayors usually had those people in their pockets. Why are they doing that? Power and money. Power and money. I mean, oh, that's what it all bullshit. Chicago. (laughs) Think of the cops in Chicago back in the gangster days. You know, it's just literally... So, and then but you that might woman, have one cowboy marshal. That woman who one. is not that much older than you are. Yeah. Did that's you see what I'm that? Saying. Yes. No, she it was could like, have been my man. It could have been Bill. It could have been my daddy out there. Mm-hmm. And them saying, get out, and him being disoriented. Yeah. And not knowing. Like, yeah. literally, he, you know, yes. They. You know what, though? Those four cops that were there, I hope that haunts them every fucking night. Every night. It won't. Not just the cops. What about the hospital? Oh, absolutely. You know, they are the ones that let her go and call the cops. Like, cops wouldn't even Mm -hmm. been there to get her if Fort Sanders hadn't said, get out. You know? Like, yeah. Where's the travesty in that? And Fort Sanders, isn't that supposed to be the uh, hospital for indigent care here in town? I thought it was UT. Is it UT? Yeah. I thought UT was considered a state hospital. Maybe. Let's I don't see. Know. I had my first child at first Fort Sanders. I don't recommend it. I don't know. I thought because they took over in the St. Mary's area. But I could be wrong. Very wrong. No, the one Fort Sanders is over there off 17th behind campus. Okay. Okay. Yeah. There's Fort Sanders everywhere, though. Just like Tenova's everywhere. And just like, you know. That's Covenant Health. You know how Tenova is St. Mary's. So Fort Sanders is Covenant Health. Which, uh,. I mean, they Let's take see. I'm looking it up to see if it's a state does. hospital. And do they even have state hospitals anymore, though? You know, I don't think they do. 
I don't know, though. I didn't research well, it. The CEO of Fort Sanders should feel really, Not just really feel. awful. He should. Yeah. He should be made to feel monetarily and oh, I'm sure policy going to. changes and all kinds of things. Yeah. Yeah. And just so. and so that brings that brings me to a bigger issue is people have just lost their fucking empathy for other people. Mm-hmm. That's, and that's for what they're going through here in the last days. Yeah. Yeah. You just <laughs> you just yeah. honestly turn into savages. You just turn into animals i don't know if that's some kind of weird situation where because that stuff is in that book people are manifesting that out of humans i don't know if it is because um apathy and scarcity and greed and you know that's everybody will feel you know just entitlement and yes apathy they've been literally like a drop in a bucket, mm-hmm. a little at a time, creating more and more apathy, less empathy for everyone. I mean, it's sad. Except because for, you get desensitized. Except for children, we've got we've got the empathy for the children. We must save the children. You and I both have children, grown children. Yeah, I've had children. Yeah, I've had friends who've lost children. Yeah, you know? I have two. I have friends who have had uh, children die under all kinds of circumstances. And this bill uh, is worrisome to me, you know, in America. Which one? Because right now I want to say there's 11 that well, they're trying to push. The two main ones, though. Yeah, the two main ones that we've been squawking about for the last little while. And yeah, I mean, you know, we're going to be loud because we're in entertainment and it affects different ways we're allowed to express our art. Uh, I'm not a drag performer per se, but there are times in comedy that that is a performance and I have done it. So now again... I'm going to be a criminal yet again. again. You know, it's just a matter of time before I lose my right to vote. I'm not a criminal. I'm not. Yeah, I don't like, I don't, I say that all the time. That is in my head. But the reality and the way they write the laws, that's what it's doing is it's making more and more people criminals. And what really bothers me about this is the whole reason politically that I leaned conservative at all was because they were supposed to be about personal freedom and not everybody being a criminal small small government government freedom to do what you want yes stop making laws to criminalize everybody and you know and see it seems that it's only it seems like it's it's, shifting though because you know, it's only, I guess, whenever your guy's in office that it's okay. I don't understand. It just annoys me. Like, I want it to be a rule that everybody goes by and stop making more stupid rules. To We already have blue mm-hmm. laws to protect yeah. our children. You know? Already. Yes. Already. Even we on, don't need this. Even so, on private property, yes. we have blue laws protecting children. You can't be at a campsite. In Tennessee and be getting undressed or whatever 
without being mindful of that, oh my gosh, there might be a child around. So you better be sure, you know, if you have an outdoor shower, that everything is secure where, God forbid, the wind blow and a kid see you because you could be arrested. So, I mean, that's the kind of laws in Tennessee (laughs) that they have. You know, you could, they could push that. So now it's all down to interpretation of the bullies that we have given military power to. Military power. You know? And never have I been for that. And the problem is, is we don't have enough Andy Griffins, and we got way too many Barney Fifes with military power on citizens. The very thing that I believe so staunchly in having... The right to bear arms is that we shouldn't have militarized (laughs) government oversight on citizens. Yeah. So my argument over these bills are it's blatant government overreach. Just like you said, the, the government has absolutely no should have no say in social issues like this. This should be up to the parents who know their child better than anyone. Yes. Because, okay, if you're going to literally talk like that, if you're going to take decisions for your child's care, these, these kids are under your care. Now, let me ask you, do you not think that the consequences of the poor decision either way, you know, what I have friends who had to make decisions on children's cancer treatment, cancer treatment, that we have hospitals that will pay for the child's cancer treatment. My friend raises thousands and thousands of dollars to try to get treatment, privatized treatment, so that kids can be cured of cancer, not just treated for cancer. Right. Cured. Yeah. Cured for cancer. They had to make a decision on a treatment that wasn't even for the kid. Most kids come out even worse for treatment. But that was their call. As right, a it's parent their decision. Yeah. to decide what is going to be best for my child. And they also had to decide when not to continue treatment for the child. Now, what sucks is Graham passed. He's gone. You know? It doesn't matter what her decision would be. Yeah. Because they didn't have proper care. And these are the position that you're putting these parents in now because the child may not pass from not having the hormone treatment, but they may take their own life mm-hmm. because of the decision And we've had that the parents had made. And the kid isn't going to look at, well, the law. We've had two guests that have trans children. Yes. Yeah. One Chrissy and Brandy Augustus. Yes. Yeah. And both and have said that their kids have come to them 
and said, I am going to kill myself. And as a person that literally went through with the act and if had not been literally had people knocking the windows and doors to get me out, I would be dead. I wouldn't be here now. As a person who knows what it is like to have those thoughts and they don't go away. Right. They don't just leave. Yeah. No. Nope. They're there always. It is always an exit strategy. I'm sorry. Even now, as old as I am, it's always just a little, you know. Yeah. You can finish what you started. You've always been a little bit of a failure. I mean, you know, it's like. You know, know, you're not a failure. All right, we're going sh- to we're gonna shift. We're going to shift a little bit because the argument is. But oh, and the people, doctors. No, what about yeah. the doctors and their malpractice insurance? You know, oh, yeah, do you not that. think that if this is a decision that these parents make and the doctors are wrong in what they say and do, do you not think the backlash is going to take care of itself? We don't need a, no, we don't a need law a law for that no. either. Are you freaking crazy? You're not, if you are against this, you're not taking your kids to have this kind of care anyway. So what, what, what does it matter to you? Then? Yes. Why does it matter? What, why now, do you have to you protect to, somebody else's children who are already being protected by their parents? Correct. Uh, and then, you know, here, I mean, if you want to make a law about the parent or guardian taking them or whatever, or I don't know. That also can be difficult, though. So, I don't know. And then they want they want to come in and they want to take these kids away from these parents for whatever reason. And then absolutely give them no, where they come worse off. Where they have absolutely no care at all. And there's, there, there's not enough foster homes what out there. What I feel like They're, that they think is going to happen, which is not going to happen. But what they think will happen is that... Through this explosion of knowledge that we have via the internet and social media and kids with um, laptops and iPads and, you know, we've been giving them, I don't know, how long have they made the iPad? Kids have had them in their hands. You know? Well, at least 10 years. So we brag 13-year-olds have of... had an iPad in their hands since they were three, you know? first it was like oh wow look at that it's amazing they can work it at three and then we're like oh holy shit they can work it at three well all that information that they've had at their fingertips the world has opened to them greater and they learn more and they become more knowledgeable and i think the idea is that if this is all erased kids aren't going to know about it so they're not going to get the idea in their head that they may or may not be fluid or oh, not so we're who going they right are back to that's the what, stone ages that's what they then. think yeah, yeah that's what they happen. think is going to happen is that that's going to erase that influence and therefore kids aren't going to be this way that isn't what's happening what is happening is the fact that now that you have this information it's like when a car comes out and you've never seen it it's been around three or four years and for whatever reason it's just maybe been in your peripheral you never noticed it now somebody says oh wow this is a 
you know, Nissan Rogue. Now you see them literally everywhere. Yeah. Every car you look at is a Nissan Rogue or whatever. It's because it has been out now. You are now, your blinders are off to this fact that people exist. So now you notice them everywhere. Whereas they've always been everywhere. Yeah. You know, you just never took a minute. Do you know how many trans people you interact with in a day and you have no friggin' idea if you're not looking for it? There are so many trans people out in this world that live in their lives and you do not yeah. know unless you're looking for it. Now we've cultivated... For good, bad, or ugly, people looking for it everywhere, and obsessed now they're with trying. It. Yes, obsessed. obsessed, sexualizing it all. Yes, when and people have you, just been living their lives. I mean, that's why I I attribute my um, you know indifference of that. If I meet you, I'm meeting you as a person. I could give a shit less how you identify or. You, I want to know who you are as a person Listen, when I meet you. We have, yes, um, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Why are people so obsessed with genitalia right now? You know, well, they gotta, they gotta get everybody. We gotta get the straighties uh, procreating again because we don't have the workforce. I attribute my time in the kink lifestyle for my indifference with that and just looking at someone and meeting them as a person, as a human being Maybe. and not caring. See, I didn't realize that it was such a big deal to everybody because it was never a big deal to me. Yeah. Same, you know, the same. I've never, I was thinking the other day cause one of my, um, clients, I, I had the privilege of being located in working. And by the way, one of the preacher guys at Blades, his whole growing up forever, his uh, aunt and uncle were a lesbian couple, you know, and always called aunt and uncle and didn't know until after she, she had, he had died that he was a she. So that's kind of interesting. Didn't care either. Like was talk about her with great love, him with great love. Yeah. Sorry about I that. Because they I never can see where said it get the, confusing because yes. they never said. They just introduced him as, this is your uncle. This no. Is, you know. They never. Right. I mean, like, they were the person. He always identified yes. her as but maybe, his uncle. Right. But, like, everything. They just never said, this is here called okay. you know anyway it doesn't yeah. matter but i apologize they're gone now i don't know how they would be but and i want to get into this because the question <laughs> what all this boils down to is if people cannot police and govern themselves do we need the government to come in and do it for us this is that crazy this must be what they want which is so okay. wild to so me. this is yes this is insane to me. This is what I want to read. Um, it's public, so I don't think that I'm going to... This is public? Know. If you're on that side, it's public. 
I'm not going right. to give out names or anything. Yeah. But well, yeah, no, you what you we're going to read a letter. We're we're going to read a, a a journal entry on a particular website. Um, it is public. Oh, it's public on the website. It is public on the website. Well, I, isn't the rules of this website though that we don't really share information, or does it matter for mm. a journal? Situation? I mean, I'll keep names out. There aren't. There's. I think that they. There's no names I, from reading this. If this person has any trouble with this in the past, we have um, muted an episode that upset one of our guests. If this upsets you, I don't know. I. You know, maybe, maybe not. Okay. (laughs) The title is not being allowed to get your kink in public isn't a threat to your existence. I was at a munch the other night. If I had gotten up and given a spanking demonstration in the middle of the restaurant or it had a loud conversation about butt plugs that other patrons could overhear, I would very rightly have been kicked out of that munch and not been allowed to attend any others. Why? Because it would be intrusively enforcing my kink onto people who did not consent to it and in a place that is inappropriate for kink. I think that you and I can both agree on that. Yes. Absolutely. That I, we I do not disagree so far with I do anything not. this person is saying. But wait. As it turned out, the manager at the restaurant is also in the same lifestyle and commented what a great group we were. If he'd asked me to give a spanking demo right there in the middle of the restaurant, it still would have been wrong. As kinksters, we know it's wrong to expose other people to our kinks and fetishes who did not consent to it to force it on people just for shock value. Again, still agree. Yes, I agree to this as well. Absolutely. The state of Tennessee has passed a law prohibiting that behavior too. I've posted the link so that you can read it for yourself because it's a fairly straightforward law. He's talking about the current drag bill. Yes. Okay. I'm posting this to respond to the people who have purposely represented misrepresented this law to claim that it is creating victims where it is not and still focus away to make it all about themselves. This is a serious topic that shouldn't be debated by unserious people. The things that I've seen most are it's targeted to trans, non-binary, non-conforming people and banning all drag shows. They say no. The law makes no distinction about sex or gender and defines adult cabaret performances pretty clearly. There are also a number of places where adult cabaret performances can continue without interference. Bars and adult-oriented businesses are two examples. FYI, any place you're allowed to smoke a cigarette indoors in the state of Tennessee would also probably be a place an adult cabaret performance is still allowed because of the prohibition against minors. It's about protecting the children from big, bad drag queens. They say, yes, 100%. No question. The law restricts adult cabaret performances in locations where they could be viewed by a person who is not an adult. But it's not just about drag shows. It's 
about limiting exposure to the variety of sexuality or adult-themed material. Furthermore, it prevents any performances on public property. No governmental subdivision can decide they want to allow it on their property in defiance of this law for whatever reason. Ah. That's where I disagree. So, okay, here is, he's trying to point out libraries. But what is sexual? Explain to me what is sexual at all about a person dressed up as a different gender reading a non-sexual story. What's sexual about that? You and I don't see it as sexual. Males are seeing this as sexual. And that says more about them than it does about this law. Yes. Children, the age of children that go to the library to hear a story aren't sexualizing anyone. No one. If they are sexualizing people, then they are themselves being sexualized. They are being uh, exposed to way more than a person dressed up, whether it be a male or female, or dressed up like a dinosaur, what this or dressed up like a other character. is failing to understand is drag is an art. It is also on a spectrum, just like anything else. There are very adult-oriented performances yes. by drag queens. And then there are very, very innocent things such as story hour at the library which let's be honest these people aren't reading to their kids at home this is this uh, may be the only place where somebody reads them an actual book yes and i get what they are uh saying but how why would it be any different if we had Brett Michaels from Poison come in and read them a story in his full eyeliner. Yeah. His full, uh, you know, let's, Steven Tyler is even a little more flamboyant with his dress and always had been. What if we had Elton John? Elton John come and read them a story in back in the day when he dressed flamboyantly and still Liberace, and they still were, quote, men dressing like men, but they, were, they weren't dressing like men. They were flamboyant. We paid millions of dollars. How is that different than having a personality of a drag queen that happens to also enjoy cosplay coming in there dressed like Mother Goose? or another character or whatever cosplay is drag absolutely so it that's what do you is what is this going you know what are they going to do about furries when people start really being like oh my gosh you are crazy and you know um 
it's just that's the kind of scare tactics they'll make stories like well this teacher put a litter box in the room for a kid <laughs> to use because it wanted to be a cat and it's like holy damn hell that's you know how long do you think that would last a kid wanting to use a litter box regularly that's not even what it was you know that's i not mean even, it's just you know what the stupid. litter boxes were for they are i didn't they, even know what they I'm i didn't sure even it was a i didn't know either no it wasn't that anything. it was they have them in there i mean oh so when people throw up or whatever that or because it's easy to clean up with yes. that or <laughs> what i had read was they kept them in there for like in case there was an incident or where they had to lock down the school yeah, yeah. That, they, that the kids would be able to yeah. use a bathroom yeah there. that's sad isn't it in that fucking sad but, hell, but I've no made let's... my own litter box yeah. for a camp <laughs> one time so i mean it's stupid as hell people critical thinking is gone mind. yeah that's... All right back to the thing and again we're Americans for the individual people. Why are you making laws to criminalize people? You know, anyway, go ahead. Is I mean, is it because they've got to they've got a quota that they've got to meet within the prison system, within the jail system? It's all connected. So Oh, it's a little racket. All right. You know, girl, I am so tired. I know. I'm tired. This is a threat to me or my existence as a trans, non-binary, non-conforming person because I could be arrested for just being trans. They say, no, you have to be in the act of performing entertainment that appeals to a prurient interest. All right. What does prurient mean? To um, sexually it, entice them. Yes. So, so it has to be a performance to sexually entice them. So you could still have, except for the way the language is written, we can't have story time hour with Mother Goose, <laughs> with Mother Goose dressed in drag. Yeah. Because Dad's sexualizing Mother Goose. Goose. And um, so therefore, somehow, her reading a story about the little red hen is you know probably because it's like i don't know anyway. who determines yeah what is with all the karen's behavior out there are you kidding me with the witch hunts who's all right gonna call the cops and then what are the cops gonna do and then again this why are you making a law to make them even more busy when you claim they don't have time to take care of all the criminals that are out there. <laughs> this is just in freaking sane to me. More and more laws. And now you you want to criminalize you're going to have to criminalize doctors or force them to, you know, let go of their Hippocratic oath to help people cuz let me tell you, they do not have the capacity to care right now. They don't. No. No, you've had to experience that this It's been this a month. nightmare of errors. And, yeah, I mean, it's just been not okay. Can we pause? Yeah. I need to pee. All right. So where we were, we were. Um... Yeah. So our medical care. But 
Yeah, you had a stint with that. I did. Yeah. But I don't, you know, how frustrating it is. Thank goodness he signed all the papers that I could talk for him about his care. And um, it was kind of funny, though, because he gave me his medical power of attorney. And then the <laughs> doctor was like, so, Mr. Campbell, if you have a heart attack uh, right now, what... Uh, do you want me to resuscitate you or do you want me to just let nature take its course? (laughs) And at first he started to say nature take its course and I'm like, dude, you are not 80 and they have (laughs) medical (laughs) modern technology where if you were to have a heart attack right now, let them resuscitate you. You got a really, really good chance of surviving. You're going to... so. But, you know, and so he goes, well, then what if I go put on life support? And he goes, I mean, the doctor goes, uh, well, Mr. Campbell, um, that's when it, the decision goes to her. That's because she's your medical power of attorney. And I said, yeah, okay, yeah, see? He goes, yeah, okay, that's good. So the doctor leaves the room, and I just said, man, I hope nothing happens to you. Because if you go on life support, you got one day. (laughs) Just one? Just one What are you going to do in that day? Huh? What are you going to do in that day? You better get better. Because <laughs> clock Tons, ticking. I'm going to pull a shit to do. Pull the plug. <laughs> just shit to do. Oh, man. I'm just kidding. Danny and I talk about that mm. all the time. And he's, you know. I'm not going to pull it after one day for people. Right. You know? Ugh. We'll see what We love happens. them more than that. He wants me to just take him out in the woods and leave him. You know, and yeah, and I'm, I'm gonna like tell him that es- like old school Eskimo <laughs> from before the 30s when they like he's native from his Native American culture. Yeah, I was like, yeah. Which you've been watching 1883? Yeah, I watched all of 1883 when it first came out. 1923. Oh, 1923 or 1880, whatever number it was. But Harrison Ford says, you know, tells Helen that the only reason, you know, that he hasn't went into the woods with a bottle of whiskey and just let himself go. Yeah. She's the only reason. Yeah. That's a good thing. I know. The love of a good woman. That's what the whole 1923 series is all about. That's what I would call that series. 1923, the love of a good woman. Because it's all about the men and the things they'll do for their women. So back to this uh, dude. However, they are villainizing BDSM relationships and making them who they sure seem are way more perverted and mean and horrible than what they actually are. So I hope they pull out of that somehow. I don't like how they've written that story. I don't either. But for the time and when it when it I was, get that he could have done yes, that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like when we first talked about it. I was like, whores didn't get consent back then. <laughs> the transaction was consent. The fact that you said, yeah, okay, I'll take money for whatever, for the use of my body. That was Yeah, but your, now they're trapped. That was your consent. I feel like. That. Like, like, I feel like he has kept them. Yes. 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 They're now slaves or whatever. Yes. That's what I feel like. Because they look completely... But then at the end, though, when he finally was like, no, this is what I really like. It's almost like, oh, my gosh, he's going to create little sadistic 
Yeah. Yeah. And that's exactly what he did with the, with the, with the first one. It didn't matter, you know, beat, 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 beat down. And then when completely broken, switch it up and give the power to the broken one. Yeah. And there you go. There you go. Just trauma for life. (laughs) It's crazy. It's wild. So going back to this, um, the next point that this person thinks people are making is there are other laws that cover uh, obscenity. So this is unnecessary and it's discriminatory. That's what I think personally. So now he's like, kind of, or I don't know. Right. That's I'm sorry. Kind of, but no, there are laws that cover obscenity, but this law specifically says entertainment that appeals to a, Purient, purient, purient yeah. interest. That's a different, arguably lower standard. For example, obscene may be dropping your pants and rubbing your naked crotch over someone's bare ass. Appealing to a purient interest might be the same act, but with your clothes on, decided to be lewd or suggested of a sex act. In my opinion, this catches a lot of things that might not meet the standard of obscene, but are otherwise lewd. Can we stop right here? Yes. So now, all of a sudden, are they going to have to ban and take off and not let anyone on YouTube that might, where it slipped by SNL's Justin Timberlake, when Justin Timberlake and uh, the... Sandberg kid Andy Sandberg mm-hmm. did dick in a box. That's not considered lewd. Would it be considered lewd? I Under, I personally, mean, that's what he says right now. Yeah. That's the whole kind of thing. Uh, that's a different, arguably lower standard. For example, obscene may be dropping your pants and doing those things, appealing to a prurient interest might be the same act but But with with your your clothes clothes on on. so they were doing a sexual act i think what they are trying to say is um if you're doing this in public where it can be seen around children then that's where having it it on a television network (laughs) streamed live or a, or a YouTube video where any kid where can come and look it up. Yeah, where it is on there because they're not cursing, but they're making the gestures. What about things that aren't flagged that are sexual in nature that are gestures or whatever? What about cartoons? There are tons of cartoons that are prurient in nature. My point is, who is deciding that? That particular word is subjective. Correct. What you find. Correct. I may not. Correct. Just like my kink is not your kink, and that's okay. Yes. So, I mean, that's what I mean, though. Where are they drawing Mm -hmm. the friggin' line? And also... How do they think fetishes are formed anyway in a normal, everyday (laughs) person's life? Like things, the most benign things that people are exposed to 
can develop into a sexual interest. So my point to him, my point to them was I brought up the kilts. Uh, Kilts, I'm sorry. Kilts, for all intended purposes, is a skirt. Yeah. It is a skirt. And traditionally worn without underwear. Yes. So if you're in that traditional sense and you go out in public in your kilt and you don't have any underwear on because you're traditional, mm-hmm. um, a breeze comes by and lifts it up. Maybe while you're at a parade and a child sees it. Are you arrested for that? You could be, same as the camping trip. You know what I got told? I got told that kilts are not skirts, and they are made of very, very heavy material, and it would take a very strong wind in order to lift that skirt up. Not by this particular person, but somebody else who wears kilts. And I said, you're still not explaining the difference. I said, plus... It's still possible and plausible, right, that a wind could lift up your skirt or your kilt. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I guess it's possible. I rest my it, case, Perry Mason. <laughs> I mean, geez. <laughs> but I wear underwear under there because, well, you know, I'm a good person. I'm a good guy. I'm a nice guy. I, how does that even translate I, I just, to whether I'm, you're good or nice? I know what they said. I know, I know what I'm. I know, I'm just making fun but of it. It's just so dang. I, anyway, I, this is where I am. I see. I understand from the crazy hoopla that everybody is putting on this. How okay you could be upset by this. And I also understand how if you were bombarded with your children somewhere and saw, you know, a parade of obscene acting queens that for some reason would do a X-rated show at a brunch, you know. But as a parent, all right, as a parent, I've been to places that, hey, I'm not comfortable with what's going on here, even though my kids are allowed to be here. Gee, what did you and do? I have left. I left. You left, huh? Like a normal freaking person. Did you talk to your kids afterward and go, you know, this really wasn't a place for you guys, and I didn't feel comfortable here. Yeah, and, or you know, it's just time to go. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, sometimes I didn't even explain it. I was just like, hey, I'm ready to go. Let's go. And they were like, yes, ma'am, let's go. You know, I mean, they're. I don't understand why it's so difficult to decide. And now, am I just archaic? My kids were born in the 90s, early 90s, <laughs> mid 90 for my middle one. So my oldest is going to be 30 and my youngest just turned 28. So those are the ages of my children. Millennial and one first gen Gen Z, I think. I don't know. Maybe I have two millennials and a, two Gen Zs. Yes. So, so, I mean, I still have to believe that you have some type of decorum and choice, okay? I don't drink beer. I have tons of friends that drink beer that are in the 
bearing community Mm -hmm. that own breweries. I love them more than words can say. I love these people so much. But I don't drink beer. Now, some of my friends got the foods going on. I mean, the best food, whatever. There is never a time as a parent that I was parenting that if the breweries were big when my kids were little, would I have taken them to a brewery? Even though it is okay to take kids to a brewery. Even the ones that don't have food, which is weird to me. But, you know, they can have a food truck out there. But even breweries that don't have food allow children's and dogs. They're like the greatest place on earth. But they still have alcoholic beverages there. All right. It's amazing to me how that's okay. That is fine with everyone and everything. But any of this other stuff is not okay. So... It's still a choice. I don't judge anyone who takes their kids with them to enjoy, like, what a great way. Hey, man, I can take my kid and the dog and sit here and have have a a beer, have a nice beer, and we can walk down to this nice restaurant, uh, whatever. I mean, or, hey, this place has great food, family time, because you're going to have beer in your backyard now. We can go through all the logistics if you have... how much alcohol in a high gravity beer? How snocker you know, are I've you? I've never understood, and now, mm-hmm. a, wh- why can't we just have establishments that don't have kids at all? Yeah, we do. Why can't you just say, you know what? I don't, I don't, I don't want kids here. You can. No. Yeah. I mean, you can, I guess, but you'll have somebody complaining, just like when you have yeah. somebody who chooses not to make a cake for somebody they disagree with for whatever. Is it right? No, it isn't right. But you know what? Don't patronize that business. Just don't go. Eventually, guess what happens? They close. Mm -hmm. They will close. You know? They will either have the fan base to sustain them or they will not. You know? And they're going to have to have a decent product. What if you decided, you know what? I am only going to do cook wedding cakes for um, the queer community when they're getting married i'm not doing any more straighties wedding cakes ever you know i'm just any conforming marriage i'm not gonna do i'm only gonna do people in the queer community should you be shut down for feeling that way no but that's a really asshole way to look at things and i'm not an asshole right yeah. One, one, it's a poor business model. Absolutely. That's the main one. If you are making cakes for a business, it's a poor business model to discriminate. discriminate. Yes. So you're an idiot and you're going to go bankrupt. Your right. business is going to be done. No matter how great it looks. So anytime you do this with one community or another, which another thing, at the beginning of this, we talked about john and donating and that's see that's the thing that's the rub that's why i will always sing john camp's praises and have about the pride center since the beginning because having been discriminated against for the struggle of his whole freaking life having people around him that he loves dearly who have dealt with food scarcity or having issues 
knowing the battle and still being like, you know what? Sure, these people might hate me, but I'm going to go, I'm, yeah, they can have food. Why would I keep somebody from having food? Oh, yeah, he definitely could have said, no. This, I'm not these giving are this done, to a church. Yeah, I'm not giving this to a church, even yeah. though the church is Presbyterian, and it's it's, it's a very I mean, loving, open church. Correct. But, I mean, I'm just saying, he yeah, could have said, he we said, have been bashed by this community. No. Yeah. Is there another LGBTQ? Is there or another queer said, pantry? You know, this, these are donations that people give for this, and it goes directly to this community here. Yes. Yes. And he could have been well in his right to say that. But no, he goes, you know what? We got, go, yes. go get, yeah. go get what you need. And, and fill the need that you yes. see in the community. He didn't ask what community, whose community, how community. It was, are people hungry? Oh, yes, I have some extra. Let's feed them. That uh, This is how it's supposed to we work. are supposed to be. Yes. And when... I will say this, you know, I still, I know a lot of people have been so hurt by religion and everything else. I still love me some Jesus. I, maybe I'm hedging my bets because I truly believe in the church that don't nobody know for sure. I don't know. But we call the Holy Spirit the great spirit. We feel a spirit regardless to even when we're just loving nature. We feel the spirit of nature. And... You know, if the Holy Spirit or the Great Spirit inspired the writings and teachings in the Bible, I feel like there were nuggets put in, like the way is narrow. And that means, you know, if your Savior of Jesus came and gave a teaching, he didn't come, you know, condemning everybody at all. He came helping everybody. And it was always the marginalized. It was the poor, the women the widows, children, you know, feeding people. It isn't about this crazy power grub. I'm going to make you do everything I want to do. We're not the, you know, we escaped the religious oppression. Why are you trying to take us back to, you know, even be worse? Like, why are we being more and more oppressed in a country that is supposed to be freedom supposed of all religions? All religions, Gosh. including Satanists. I know people hate that. Christians hate when I say that. But that's America. You know, you have the freedom to worship however you want to worship. We and it sucks because my personal belief does not give me the right to infringe on your freedom. And this is what the fight is. Your personal belief, how dare you make a law to infringe on my personal freedom. Now, as a mindful person, like this person I feel is trying to say, but I don't agree with, hey, yeah, cool, make the law anyway, and then be mindful. No, as a mindful person, start using your noggin. Don't take your children where you think they're going to be sexualized. And if you really open your eyes about where your children are being sexualized, mm. uh, you might. There's some other places. All the places that you think your kids are safe are where they are being sexualized. 
The numbers are there. My sister, I don't know how she lives every day. I don't know how much her therapy can be. She has been in cyber, dark web, porn stuff where she has to view the freaking evidence when it's taken off people. I stuff. could not do it. I don't know how she does it. She doesn't have children, so that Maybe might, that be might the make way. it a little easier. But yeah, no, yeah. I'm sure she probably drinks too much. I think her, you know, I don't know. I don't talk to her. But, you know, as a police officer, is it any wonder that she thinks everyone, everyone in the world is guilty when you see the diversity of people who sexualize and who abuse children the the it's everyone i mean that's how diverse it is you look at it mm-hmm. and it's becoming so mainstream it's been now is that the same thing as drag queens happening is that the epiphany that we're getting the information we're starting to be uncovered where people are starting to notice because of the fact that more people are living authentically. So you're starting to notice, Oh, is that a boy or a girl? Like I grew up with the kinks singing Lola. We sang it loud and proud on family trips. My mom and dad singing it too. The kids don't know what Lola is. It's, The thing is, is that boomers, boomers, not Gen X, but boomers were singing songs about drag queens and trans people for years and years. People have trans people, people in drag have been around forever. You have seen them constantly. You might not have been aware that that's what you were seeing, but they've been around. And I think now that people are aware, like, oh, there's a Tesla. Now you see Teslas everywhere. I think that's what's happening. And I think that's some of the exposure of the indoctrination from sexualizing children. In the 90s, they were selling thongs for children six years old. In the 90s, I'm reading things from parents nowadays in 2023 talking about having a difficult time trying to find their kids clothes that are not crop tops. And they're like, why does my eight year old need to wear a crop top? So there are serious things in manufacturing. It's cute. Kids look cute. But do they really need a crop top at eight? But then, I don't know. I've been sexualized since I was 9, 10, strangers, cousins, uncles. All right. Here's their last, <laughs> uh, the last concern, I'll paraphrase, but this law, along with the other law prohibiting gender-affirming care, is an attack on trans, non-binary, non-conforming people. I haven't read the text of that bill, but let me say this about that. There's your first problem. Right you there. didn't read the text. Well, yeah, right there. Already, yeah. whatever you have to say is okay. invalid. So first, throughout the entirety of the United States of America, human beings aren't allowed to drink alcohol or smoke a cigarette 
both legal products until they reach the age of 21. The rationale being both substances have a long-term impacts on child development. They can't even get something permanent like a tattoo. So the idea as society, we should have trust or faith in the ability to reach conclusions that they should be medically facilitated about something as complex as gender is hypocritical, right? One, you not, you know, you don't even know what you're talking about. Most children, when they come out as trans, as we've had two guests on here say, did they go right into hormones and go right into, you no. know, they were not allowed well, to do that. Yeah. And also, after talking to the parents who are giving these children these hormones, I would just like to say, back when my daughter was a young girl, my very good friend at the time, who is extremely conservative even now, her daughter uh, started developing very early, and they wanted to give her hormone blockers to stop it back then mm -hmm. so that would have been 20 something years ago you know um my daughter did not develop as early as i did you know back in the day so we didn't have as much if they had had hormone blockers back in the day i'm pretty sure that my i would have been on them to stop me from having you know my periods as early as I did yeah it was hindering to be in the fourth grade and on your period all right so fourth grade where my body started developing like a mature woman where in other countries through religious persecution I could have been forced to be married and it would have been okay for me to have sex with my husband, who could have been maybe 60 years old at the time in some places, yeah, but in, in other countries. So those drugs have been available for many years, and they've been used for many years. And so it's a difference. I think there is a difference, in my opinion, in having full-on surgery as a as a young child I don't you know I I would I don't know what age group or development or what sort of stuff that would have to do but at the same time if my child developed breast cancer would I be like no you got to keep her developing boobs because that that's you know that's a very good question you know if if Take the words as they are. Gender affirming care. Is that not what boob jobs are? Yes, boob jobs 100%, but you can't get your child a boob job. Right. I mean, although I'm sure that people go to other countries where consent is lower and get them if they have a lot of money, but you can't get a boob job till you're 18 years old. So, I, you know, that... That wasn't my point. When the, the point the point is, if whatever age over eighteen that you're getting it, you're still but it's what, still gender affirming care. My point is the drugs that they are giving the children. The scare tactic is that they don't know 
what's going on with these kids with the drugs. That's the question. And men who, like, I don't know their names, and I don't even care to get, say their names or give them a platform, but they're famous on YouTubes and TikToks and things like that, and they've made movies. And I know if I keep talking, you'll say them, but I don't care to mention their name. However, you've had people who have been like, well, what I want to know is what is this or like this person said what's the long-term issues with these hormones well I don't know let's go to the research where they have girls you know female born girls who are developing too quickly for their body so they give them hormones to stop that development there are girls I know of almost 30 years ago, you know, at yeah. least 25 years ago, who took these medications. Same for boys. Every now and again, a person's body will betray their age or their bone structure or them. And so they get medical treatment for this. Do they really think parents are just going in there Yes, they do. Like a designer handbag. Here it is, right here. Second, if you sincerely believe that gender is fluid and that it can change over time or fluctuate or there, there aren't just two genders, then any sort of medical treatment or procedure to affirm gender is unethical and immoral. Because how can anyone, an individual, parent, or doctor, truly know which are the correct gender traits to affirm and to what degree? This is one of those chicken and egg questions that he's trying to, mm -hmm. they are trying. I feel like this wording, it's a dude. I'm sorry. I just yeah, it is. But um, we tried. That sounds like that's one of those, oh, trick. This is a trick question. Or whatever. If you think it, gender is fluid, da 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 da. That's like a purist from anything. That's like I don't know. It's like saying if you think that a BDSM lifestyle is perverted, then everyone who no one else in the world is a pervert if they're not in the BDSM lifestyle. Like only people in the lifestyle can be perverted because you think the BDSM lifestyle is perverted. Is, is perverted. Yeah, it's one of those kind of things where, well, if you're not a purist, how can you be? It's like, you know, I have friends that are vegan and I'm like, you know, only I can hear the plants screaming. <laughs> <laughs> You know, we water them okay. and talk to them and talk yeah. about them having babies, but then we eat them because we are carnivorous, horrible people. At and this point, air diet. at this point, somebody has to be thinking this is all about drag queen story hour. Sure. That is one of the trends that's brought this issue to the forefront. But if you want to read a book to kids, follow the library's dress code and read a book. Are you truly interested in community service if you only do it with big hair and too much makeup? Are you really just looking for another venue to perform? This is where I go, fuck you, okay? Because I do story time at the library. Mm -hmm. I 
like to dress up in cute dresses that fit the theme of the month or the theme of the book. Yeah. I. It's the pizzazz you bring to the story hour. Exactly. Kids love. This is the thing. Kids love, for the most part, costuming, dress up. Why do you think Disney and their (laughs) cast members are a billion dollar business? Why do you think girls will wear princess dresses, young girls, all year and not just Halloween or their birthday or a special occasion? You know, because they enjoy dressing up. Why do you think when kids were young, before electronics, back in my day, and you would play dress up? Now, is it appropriate? Cops and Roberts, cowboys and indigenous people, not all the games were appropriate or whatever. Firemen, dressing up as baseball. Witches. Witches. Whatever. As a matter of fact, if you go shopping right now today, I am willing to bet money, and I haven't bought clothes for a young boy in years and years. But I am willing to bet money that if I were to try to find an outfit for your grandson right now, it well, it's close to Easter, so it would be a little easier right now. But if we were on a regular everyday excursion for a toddler or younger I would be hard pressed to buy find just a pair of shorts and a shirt for him that does not have his future gender identity right, yeah. a dinosaur it will have a police officer <laughs> a dump truck a, um yes it fireman will, dinosaur soccer uh, player any, race uh, car any yes. kind of yeah sports it will have every sport you can imagine on there it will have dogs over cats but you'll have some cats sometime because it'll be in there with a dog it's all superhero whatever and even as a youngster it's you know just it's all and if a costume what, what is a library dress code if a person is completely covered correct in you know in a in an appropriate dress gloves you know shoes so you're telling me i couldn't dress up like captain hook you could not to go tell a story you could not if you and i if you you and i not as entertainers we're gonna go do a show or read story time to kids what this bill is saying take all the other emotion out of it what that bill is saying is that I cannot dress up in a male character to entertain children. Well, I have a theory about that. At all. And if you and I were a duo that went around doing comedy whatever with parts, you're telling me that either of us could not do the opposite gender parts to do that. According to, according to this, this person law. and this law, yes, yes, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, do you, you're so you want to criminalize any artistic anything, even though traditionally in the theater, this is done all the time. Traditionally in the libraries, this was done all the time. 
traditionally in school plays, in assemblies. This gets better, though. This gets better. Last but not least, if you've made it this far and you still think this law targets you, all laws exist to discriminate against people who do not conform and you're not special. I am special for the very fact I don't conform. Yeah. Complain to the homeless person who gets kicked out of the library all the time because he, she, they make someone, quote, feel uncomfortable because of their mental illness. One, uh, we're just assuming that all homeless people have mental illness. Yeah, and that's and that why all they're mental being kicked Ill- out of yeah, the, yeah. Of the library. Everybody that's mentally ill is homeless. First, yeah. First the law all- does not give two fucks about how you mm-hmm. identify. I'm a fan of consulting adults doing whatever they want to do in places where only adults are allowed to do them. But Who's- we have to acknowledge whether we think it's right or wrong. The pendulum is starting to swing back away from exposing minors to adult and sexual content. A large part of society feels that they are intrusively and non-consensually being exposed to the kinks of a few. As a community, we need to drop the, this is all about me, and start dealing with the concerns before we lose the gains we've made. We make our walk, match our talk, and respect for others, and consent matters to us. All right, so he's equating this, like, if they do this, then they're going to come for a kink, which... You know, kink's just not on the forefront right now. They already have. They and are, they're yeah. coming for kink because people are making fetishizing queers that do drag in the LGBTQ plus community. The also, they're alarmed and they've been alarmed ever since 2020 when they put two strippers that I love and no sex shame intended but when they put them on MTV awards and awards geared where they know, you know, through social media, when you had Megan and Cardi B dancing on the stripper shoe at whatever awards thing, even though technically kids should be in bed by whatever time it's on, as soon as the... ABC, NBC, CBS, television affiliate stream that into every normie's home in the country. That's when this platform, you know, one of the straws on the camel's back that's causing his idea of the backlash and why now they've decided the pendulum is swinging the other way. All right. First of all, BDS community, BDSM community has always been under attack. We, they have just kept it more underground than ever. But again, as people are sexually being free, fetish attire is becoming more mainstream. It goes through cycles. It was mainstream in the 80s. It, it goes Does underground. Does that mean I can't wear a harness over a shirt anymore? You should be able to, but eventually they may, that may be, that's my thing is, okay, he goes back to, he talks about, uh, and it's not about you. Well, guess what? It is about me because now I have to worry about the person interpreting the law. Who's interpreting the law? That was my. The Karen. And then who's your next? Who's your next person you encounter 
before you go to the court. All right. The homeless person in the library, first of all, whether they are actually homeless, whether they are just mentally ill, whatever the problem is, A, they're in a public, federal, state-funded place. Who knows? If they pissed in a corner, they're going to be escorted out. If you're not homeless and you piss in a corner, you're going to be escorted out. If you hurt the books, you're going to be escorted out. There are all kinds of reasons for people to be escorted out of an establishment. Normally, they're not escorted out just for making someone uncomfortable. If that were the case, I would have been escorted out when I look like a crazy punk rocker person when in the 80s. I would have been escorted out for a lot of the things that I wore in my younger years for my shock value. My idols were MTV videos, you know? Um, it's, it's just crazy. Uh, some kid walking in there with Liberty spikes and chains on his jean jacket would be escorted out of the library if just making someone uncomfortable was reason enough. So... You get escorted out of the library for being too fucking loud and not paying your library fines. <laughs> you know? And maybe jerking off to the magazines that they had there sometimes. But it's ugh, so insane to me. Now, you know what? I will say this. This might make people pissed off. I don't think uh, our government dollars should fund drag shows. Oh, no. No. And as far as I know, they don't, right? As far as I know, they do not. Yeah. yeah. So what the hell is the problem? You know? Well, I don't understand the problem. Yeah. With I don't know of any tax dollars going to any yeah. uh, drag shows. Not even the ones at Pride, which is... it. Pride is still a private event. Yeah, those are independent yeah. people that yeah. the Pride Center lets use the facility. And they don't even get paid. Like, yes. Like, like yes. you don't get paid. Correct. Yes. To be in Pride. And they use their um, facility to create revenue for their the specific charity. It's not, it's not like their independent people are putting on the shows there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know. So it's, it's an, and there's no liquor and it's just the show and you can make it an 18 and up show. That's not even a situation. It's just, it's just wild to me. There's no, uh, money being thrown at this that you're putting out of your pocket. And it, to me, is the individual, don't take your children there. How many people really take their kids to the library anyway? I always took, I always took mine. Why well, did too? Yeah. But I mean, and your kids. I know you take Charlotte now as well. Yeah, but we haven't I'm just been, saying we haven't been since you know they shut everything down from I'm COVID. Saying we still have, you know. I just found the kids' library cards the other day. We, you know, yes. But how many? I mean, do you think you're the average person though? Did you see tons of kids at the library all the time when you would take her? Mm, take I think her? it depends on the area. Yeah, maybe. 
I don't know. I mean, the library has always been, I have not had money for a lot of my, you know, life growing up with children and whatnot. And so it was an extremely, you know, it was a great source of, it was a resource for entertainment. And I wanted my kids to read. So I always read to them and always liked, you know, encourage them to read and like for them to be around books. So I'm frustrated right now. I made my own, I made my own status. I mean, we're not going to read all the comments and everything because. Is that the end of it? Yes, that that is the end of it. Um, I made the comment or the status of just how all kink, just how kink is not all sexual. The same is for drag. Yeah. To which a person said, and even non-sexual kink is frowned upon in a public setting, generally regulated to adult-only venues, establishments, and private rooms. And then they asked me what my point was. What is an example of non-sexual kink? Food restriction, right? Uh, I mean, I'm just trying to think. There's um, so many um, hand gestures between a dominant and submissive. Yes, I mean uh, the everything the objectification. Yeah, maybe so. Having uh, like your whole entire lifestyle. Of like a fifties housewife, mm-hmm. even if, the, yes. I mean, if, regardless, if fifties housewife is one of my kinks, yes. Then that's, I mean, it's non-sexual. However, I, the fact that you keep a uh, clean house, your husband's clothes. Done, I'm talking about in a public setting. Let's say lunch. you're at a restaurant. Okay. Well, what about if you? You can practice your kinks and your dynamic yes. in a public setting. Yeah. And nobody if ever you knows about it. Help your husband with his napkin. If you were to put his napkin on his lap for him. Or um, if I go and plate his food at the salad bar. Yeah. Yeah. Any of that. There's, I mean, yeah. What if you go to, what if y'all go to a buffet and you get up and you get everything for him and he just sits there? And every time he's done, you get up and you get his plate for him Yeah. at the buffet. Is anybody going to say anything to you? Are they going to be like, why are you doing that? Are you being kinky? What's up with that? No, they're not. This is this is your dynamic. Whatever. But it's also... What about but it's, walking behind your husband in public? But it's also, quote, a kink. Yeah. Because we derive pleasure yes from those things that we do is it sexual pleasure eh, not necessarily no. no but it's satisfying to right. please your partner and how is that any different or are we now sexualizing everything are you sexualizing things that you know in in fetish, in kink community, that's part of the kink community is that you're sexualizing non-sexual things. So why even are you speaking out about it at all in the kink community except 
to be against it. You should be against like it. All this proves my point of everyone is different. Everything is subjective. You cannot make laws. To me, this person trying to make a law about this is as crazy as women being okay with making laws that take away more and more of our rights. Yeah. It's as crazy. And, that, and, you know, now they're starting to figure that out now. Have you seen the story of the poor woman who's got to, you know, pass her... Uh, because of the pass, law yes, yes, pass that her was dead, made. Pass her dead baby that's never going to be viable past 15 weeks. Yes. That we made. Do you think God wants yeah. that? Is that what God had for her? For her was, to. I mean, if you're if you're going by what these people say, then, yeah, that's in God's plan. And you just have to accept it. It sounds insane, doesn't it? Even when even when God has doctors for you. Same people won't drink a cup of wine. Yet, biblically, it says to take it for your stomach. But this poor pregnant woman yeah. who's been told her by many baby doctors is dead. that her baby, you will it, see it on de- the her sonogram. baby will not be viable yes. after a certain time. Yes. Therefore, we can't do anything. You're mm-hmm. going to have to pass this baby. Yeah. So she gets to risk dying, going yeah, septic. Yeah, she gets to, yep. All of that. All because? The law. Yes. I'm I am so, well aware. You know, and we try, I r- try really, really hard not to men bash. I try so hard because I love men, but men in power, it's just very, very frustrating to me, and I will bash them as much as I want to. It is men in power who want to keep their power. So, therefore, let's try to control everyone else. Yes. These are the same men, though, that secretly cross-dress. Yes. The same men who, just like in The Handmaid's Tale, go downstairs to the basement and fuck and rape and pillage women who don't want to be there without their consent. And if they don't do it, they definitely want to, and they fantasize about it. Well, why... I'll probably cut that out. I'm so... The numbers... The numbers... aren't lying. And when you look at the numbers, like, that's the thing. Our being an alternative lifestyle is going to be completely villainized. And what I am concerned about is that that's where all the villains are going to be. That's where they're going to end up. As you make everything. All the villains are going to end up in office or in power. In the lifestyle, the villains are already in lifestyle, in power. Here's what happens. Even if you're not a villain to start with, if you are not super strong and you do not have a community of accountability but around you if you do not have the kind of resolve that dolly has made through her career 
and it may end up ending her career. That's another you know? point that this, the person that wrote that piece makes is, which brings me back to, if people don't hold themselves accountable and govern themselves, then the government is going to come in and do it for you. I think that's how he's trying to justify making the government your parent and saying that this rule is okay. Which is insane to me because... Why would you this in person, this community want the government to be your parent? If you're if you're so much about freedom, correct? Then why do you want the government? See, I feel like this person is coming from a conservative, they think a conservative viewpoint. And I find it one of the worst viewpoint. Like I completely I'm just sick of how the common sense has gone crazy. And I don't know if it's because I can, I'm at an age where I see both sides. I see, I understand wanting to protect kids, but we don't need a law. We need parents that have kids to be accountable. How about we make a law instead that says, hey, if we see you at a taking your kid to a show that's sexual in nature, we're going to fine you or ticket you or give you one demerit or whatever it is that they're into now with the thing. Why is it on the entertainers always? I don't know. Why are the parents not? You know, you know, parents, you don't have to stream cable television into your household. Parents, you don't have to give your kid an iPad to look at from the time they're young children. You know, you can live another life with them. You don't have to take your children to drag shows. No one, not a single drag queen, has ever put a gun to somebody's head and say, hey, you're going to, okay, maybe there might have been somewhere sometime in the world of drag queens, one who forced, you know, a lover or a friend or something to come and watch them perform. I'm not sure. I just don't know how desperate for the spotlight. That was not <laughs> a good joke, but it was still cute. And so, um... Maybe. I can't speak for all of them, but I'm just saying in general. I have a lot of queens and performers and kings in my Venn diagram of friends. And I see a lot of flyers for shows and content. And I've seen them perform both in the daytime and in the nighttime, I have comic friends that I see perform in all sorts of venues, in all sorts of circumstances. I have seen them perform late at night. I have seen them perform in the middle of the day. I've seen them adjust their performance for whatever. I've seen people say, no, go, go raw at this country club. Okay, yeah, that's uh, insane, but okay. Guess who's never going back to the country club? You know, but what's wild is none of them have I seen, heard, 
seen in the messages, whatever has it been. Hey, let's go. Let's go do this drag show for these kids. <laughs> <laughs> they have done fundraisers that benefit children. There's been points made up too. Well, what about all the videos that have come out of of children being in the audience and men drag queens exposing themselves to them uh, show me show this? me show where me where are they somebody sent me three videos one was it were they was, from here i think one was in chattanooga okay no they were not they were not from here are they yeah that's what i'm saying nowhere in knoxville so show me where i even yeah. asked somebody on facebook one was Please. in one was in chattanooga and it was one of those the queen had on one of those dresses that's got like the reverse sequins on it. Mm-hmm. And the child went up and did that right around the crotch area because that child was at that level right? with that. So that's considered, which I don't know if you know this or not, but a child can't touch, really touch anything on a drag queen because they're tucked. They can't touch anything. They have right. so they got, many. They got this. five Airs a tights on. Yes. Tights, spanks. Their oh my dick gosh. is shoved almost into their ass. Yeah. I mean. Because for a queen, they want authenticity, you know, when they're yes. in their drag. Yes. So in order to look like, quote, a real woman, you can't have a bulge there. No, not at all. Now, for me, it's the complete opposite. As a yes. drag king, you want that bulge to be as big as it possibly can get. Yeah, that's what I needed to do. That's what I was missing at my show was a massive bulge. I just had to go with the knowledge that part of Bristoldale is... But one, one video was of that, of the, and the child went and everybody does it. Every, if you see reverse Have you ever sequence, passed a pillow in or a notebook or a cup or anything Any on the aisles yeah. of anywhere, I am an adult and I can't keep my hands off of it. I guarantee you, so the child, child was not thinking that was sexual. Like not oh, at all. Not at all. Oh my gosh! You know why? You goes- are applying your perverted oh, thought yes. process to this you know what it's the same as freaking youth pastors and the dress code at church and here's the deal youth pastors uh it was wild they said okay you're going to youth camp you gotta have your shorts can't be any further up your knee you know four fingers or whatever from your kneecaps well, if you have long legs or whatever, I oh, mean, I used to get trouble all shorts, the time. It's ridiculous. Yeah, but here's the thing, okay? Or a prom, you know, you're having a after church prom or whatever for homeschool kids. Your shoulders gotta be thing. covered. If, you, in my opinion, and this is, I always gotten, you know, trouble about it, but what I noticed is that this youth pastor had two daughters and as his daughters grew and they wanted to wear certain clothes the rules changed oh it got to be yeah it was either acceptable or appropriate so it's like who's sexualizing these things like stop sexualizing these kids because you know what i look at them and i don't see 
a sex toy. I don't see, and these are youth, you know, teenagers. They're at some of the most beautiful and the ugliest times of their lives. These little humans are, you know, wow, these are great people. But you know what? I didn't think, ah, when I looked at a boy, I didn't think, ah, I want to bang you. You're a child to me, you know? When you look at a girl, I didn't think, oh, wow, she looks sexy. It was just, oh, you look cute today. Oh, well, you look cute today. You need a haircut or whatever, you know? I mean, it wasn't, I want to be with you. And I get it. Is it I'm, because you're a woman? Is it because is I'm it? a woman? Is it because you're a woman? I don't know. I want to know how many of um, female pastors out there have, you know. Worried about the dress code for everything. Worry, you know. Worry I about mean, the dress code. Or they find a 14-year-old boy at their church that they really, really like. And they wait, and, you know, they groom them until they're 18 and then turn around and marry them. Yeah. Please show me that. Please show me the Where female pastor okay. that, that does, does that. that. Yeah. Because yeah. the... Because the the, the opposite just came out. These these rules, I know, and that happens all the time, <laughs> all the time, and it's gross. And we y'all not watch TV and the thing at all? Is, is we villainize the whole Mormon religion is based upon correct. That. That's what I'm saying. We villainize Mormons for doing that, but it's totally cool if you're if in if you're in a rock and roll Jesus church or Pentecostal church. Yeah, because, you know, she's 18. She's legal now. A contemporary yes. church. So somebody disliked this tweet that I had tweeted a long time ago because I get real tired of stuff. And then I'll just blurt things out. But it says, um, you know, I've made it my new pastime to uh, now every time a man posts that his son turned 18, I like to <laughs> jump on his page and say how excited I am that you know, he's old enough to date and also that he can now do porn, you know, <laughs> like just like everything that they said is just so stupid. <laughs> so I tweeted that a long time ago. I was like, oh, I forgot that I had even tweeted that. I'm glad you appreciate it. Nobody else. Get, it's like they're afraid of that sentiment. So they'll read that like I'm the perv. So. All right, let's wrap up. I know, let's, we got to wrap yeah. up. Well, I don't appreciate more laws criminalizing me. I don't appreciate not actually looking at grooming if you're really concerned about grooming. And, you know, I Look believe... Look at the church. Look at the I church. I believe sex trafficking is a big, huge deal. 100%. I believe it happens all the time. But I also believe that the squeaking wheels are the ones that really need to be investigated first. I really feel like uh, what better underground railroad of sex trafficking would it be than a church with a huge missions, you know, field. I mean, I think they should be scrutinized. I think that there are going to be a lot of churches that are on the up and up and won't have a problem under the scrutiny. I believe that there are a lot of churches that have already, they hold themselves accountable mm -hmm. and they are. That was a point that somebody had come up with was, well, 
if you find a problem person in the drag community, you know, doing these things and, you know, what do you, what does the drag community do? And I said, well, like any community. Excommunicate They usually, you know, they're usually out of the scene. You don't book them. Yes. We don't book problematic comics in town. Right. So it's got to be a little bit more than you just having an opinion we don't like or saying. Well, you don't come in. Stupid stuff. But if you've literally, um, if you have done physical harm to somebody in our scene, you're not, I'm not booking you. Right. You and know? then that problem usually takes care of itself. Well, why don't you come out and like publicly, you know, shame them and, and out them and, and get them out? Well, do you do that in the kink community? Not. No. I mean, do you no. do that in your, in any community? Yeah. yeah. If or do you take care of it? If they've done something egregious enough where they have broke the law, which if somebody is really doing something do against children then it should be it becomes public record yes yes absolutely and the community doesn't have to do anything because it's already out there that's what i'm saying that but we also need to make sure that people who are caught doing this stuff are you know punished for doing this to children well, I think I'm done for the day arguing with men because that's, honestly, that's who's the arguments or the debate. The debate has been with, yeah. has been with men. Well, I wake up in the middle of the night that, you know, now the freaking Christians are going to just going to be like everything we say. They're going to be like, okay, groomer. <laughs> Because the pendulum swinging each way. I meant conservative. The conservatives that want this. The conservative Christian. Whoever. Whoever so is There's a big concern this. in the in the gay community about, you know, about grooming. And about grooming young men. And there's a lot of advocates out there. There you know. is now. There is. And I, you know. There has been. No, no community is spotless. Right. I agree. That should not happen. Correct. So here's where you have to ask yourself, who's doing the grooming? Who's mostly doing, out of the two genders that we have, you know, that people have, who's doing the grooming? Definitely. What's the majority (laughs) of the groomers? You know, okay, so it's Women's History Month today. (laughs) We haven't addressed that, but it's the start of Women's History Month. So I'm just going to say it. It is men. It is is male, normally assigned at birth. Anyway, it's Women's History Month and my birthday month. Maybe that's why I tend to lean where people think I am a she-woman man-hater. I'm just a she-woman shitty man hater (laughs) a shitty man hater yeah i'm tired of shitty men you know because i believe you know as a as a bit of a sub who uh that naturally if you're not a shitty man 
you know. Naturally, you would want to serve your partner. Like, I think that would come as a thing that may be coded in some of our DNA. You wouldn't even look at it as a service. It would just be things that you like to do for the person that you love, you know? And the demand of it, and also the demand that they're better. That's been the problem of everything, which we all know and we have said and uh, forever. And that's the power grab. That's the power. They're losing it. They've never been allowed. They've always been afraid for us to have it. Why is that? <sighs> I have my theories. <laughs> well, you know, but you know exactly why. Because I do know exactly why. Because our oracle, South Park. <laughs> Had them in the basement, just writing jokes and donating sperm. I've been rewatching the episodes, and I mean, it's just how the Simpsons and South Park are the oracles. I've never, of our I've never been a Simpsons fan. I don't. But the weird, pre- I know all that predictive but programming. That's why they're an oracle. South Park, though, has been talking about these things since '97. Because they've you been know? going on since the early 80s. That's why I asked. No, they premiered in 97. I know, but the things have been going on. Yeah. Like, it has been, this trajectory that we're seeing has been happening for a while. We, it's mm-hmm. like we have been on the chug-a-chug-chug of the roller coaster ride. And now, it has hit the top, and we're speedballing down, and sometimes we're at the hill, and then we chug-a-chug-chug up in the other one, and then speedball down the other hill. And that's what's wild, just like you see the pendulum swing. But we're finally old enough to have seen the buildup and then see these cartoons, you know, just, it's like predicting the future. Because you had forward-thinking people you had people looking at like what if so i don't know if we've manifested these things like i don't know if art is imitating life or life is imitating art anymore on that note we think so if you (laughs) want to um you know if you want to debate this with us email us at gabangirltime at gmail.com we haven't got an email in a while yeah i think our listener base has trickled off a bit but we it's okay we'll been, get it back we haven't been we have not been consistent and it's because of uh just family and life, life just life mm-hmm. in general and it does you know what it's not bad it, all the time to take a break and regroup and reform it's not. and who and do we, we do this for and we do we it do for it for us, us. so if we gotta take a decided break to scream out in the void yeah so yes I am excited because it is my upcoming new year mm-hmm. and I have had to scale back the booking of the shows, but I got excited uh, because I was uh, asked to be on a festival, which is exciting to me and I like to help people. Um, I helped the Queer of the Year last year win Queer of the Year just because I happen to be there and have cool props or whatever, but I like to lend a hand and be like, do it. 
And so there's prize money involved and I'm excited that they gave money to a charity, which actually helps families of people lost, uh, in the line of duty. So, you know, um, and it's a, it's a gay festival. So I'm excited about that. So, uh, we're going to do something different with the podcast while they're there. We're going to do a Gabin uh, girl time, or maybe it'll be called a Gabin Gale time special if you don't get to come with me. But we're going to do like a Kill Tony kind of a thing. Nice. Mm-hmm. And I'm kip- kicking off the, uh, I get to open, I'm hosting the opening show of the festival. So that's very exciting. So I'm excited for you. Meet all of the comics. I'm excited. And um, a lot of cool stuff. The first Don't Tell show was sold out. I'm so proud of Justin Mays for doing that and being like, look, dude, I just want good comedy to come. <laughs> so for our new year, I, I think it's going to be fun because we're going to broaden our horizons, I think. Yeah. You do a lot. <laughs> You are so steeped in so many different things. I am so I, grateful that you still even want to do this podcast. I do, and, and I love it. And it, it gives me an outlet, and I get to spend time with you. And I'm totally disassociating right now because I have other things on my mind. So we're going to wrap this up. Wrap it up. Uh, wrap it up. We love you. Wrap it up. Find me at Gail Gabin Time on social media. Gavin Gale time. Oh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, that. <laughs> I don't know it by now. Plus, I write it in the description. I am Bridie Von Beaverhausen on Instagram and Bruce Tonsils on FET and TikTok. As long, as long as it lasts. I've heard that they're trying to ban it. So They're banning TikTok? Banning TikTok. You know what? I only have 400 followers. I'm not sad. Because they would ban it. Over 3,000. You can do the same thing on Instagram. Tell all your TikTok people to get on your Instagram and then you can start doing it. Because they don't there. want China to spy on you. They want They us want to your spy. own. Yeah. yeah we your want our country. own government to spy on you. Uh, you know, I'm disturbed by all of it. You know, all of the spying. But then they'll actually make it easier for you and just do it all I guess. Stuff. I guess. And I guess once we turn 72, we just jump off that cliff. Yeah, that's what you're going to have to do. Yeah. Um, you know what? Our listeners, we they love really you. They want us to do it now. It's like Logan's they run. They do. They do. They want us out. Yeah, they do. I was in a stir. So, well, when we're not hot, we can't produce children. I don't know about can't you. Work I'm still long fucking hot. You are hot. And you can still produce children. You're not prone. You're still in. Maybe. That ain't saying nothing. You know what? There you might be plan a vacation for you and your daddy. <laughs> there might be a pump. little egg, like hiding in the folds. So fuck. All right, we're leaving. <laughs> <laughs> we thank you so much for listening to Gavin Girl Time. Gavin Girl Time. Gavin Girl Time. I'm still angry. I'm gonna be a zen.